With all due respect, sir, better to breathe like a camel than look like one. Carolina cow pies, what are they doing? Stringing Christmas lights out there? Uh, I wasn't staring at you, honest. I was just, I was looking at the garbage can. What we need's in the kitchen. Anything but the food. That kid's sick enough already. It was four guys that got me to smell like this. As long as you had a good time. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining from across the pond, my good pal, Simon. Ah, gentlemen. (laughs) Today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 4, Goodbye Radar, Part 1. It's the 177th episode overall, directed by Charles S. Dubin, written by Ken Levine and David Isaacs. It originally aired on October 8th, 1979, and the production code is S610. Coming through, coming through. Who ordered a casualty? Right here, camel breath. With all due respect, sir, better to breathe like a camel than look like one. (laughs) How are you? How are you? How are you? Oh, suck it up, your snout. This is a tough audience for you, Klinger. You're right. I gotta get out of these lounges and start playing the big room. Okay, let's take a look in there. Give me the rib spreader. Rib spreader. What is it? No, Come on with the lights, will you? Get some lanterns in here. Oh, Margaret, you caught my finger in the spreader. Jeez. I'm sorry, Doctor, I can't see. Ah. I thought that damn generator was supposed to be fixed. Slinger, where are you? Hiding from you, sir. Triple time out to that contraption and see what's going on. If it's kaput, crank up the auxiliary. I'll fix it. It knows the sting of my boot. I also have the plot summary. Radar is on a well-deserved leave in Tokyo, leaving Klinger as acting clerk. The failure of the camp's generator and other crises make everyone wish Radar would return home soon. Upon his return back to the 4077th, Radar finds out that his uncle has died, and he's due to receive a hardship discharge from the Army. Hey, listen, if I'm not back to my unit by old noon hundred, I'm going to be AWOL without leave. My heart bleeds, but I've got to bump you. General Imry needs that seat to carry his likeness. His what? It's a five-foot cardboard cutout he made of himself. It's his Christmas present to his troops. It's not even near Christmas. When you're a general, you can have Christmas anytime you want. The bigger they are, the weirder they are. Well, it's not fair. Nobody should be allowed to take up two seats, no matter how many of me is. First time I ever seen anybody in a hurry to get to Korea. Relax, there's another flight in six hours. And guest stars in this episode, uh, Marilyn Jones plays Lieutenant Patty Haven. And Marilyn was born and raised in Gross Point in Michigan. I put that in there because uh, I like the film Gross Point Blank. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have Michael O'Dyer, who played Olsen. Michael O'Dyer is an actor known for the howling. Uh, okay, and Tony Cristino plays Sergeant Lagrau. Uh, Tony Cristino was born on April the 6th, 1936 in New Jersey, United States of America, obviously. <laughs> he was an actor known for Tales of the Unexpected, The Zebra Force, and Columbo. He sadly died the day before my birthday on September the 3rd, 2002 in Mount Ephraim in New Jersey. Then we have Errol Blayton, who played Private Howe. Errol was born on November 2nd, 1943. He's an actor and assistant director, known for Knight Rider, Dark Skies, and Zoe. He was previously married to Cheryl Waters. 
Sean Fallon Walsh plays Forrester. He was born on October the 9th, 1934, in Rocky River in America. Now, he was an actor known for Blue Collar, Hunter and Logan's Run. He sadly passed away on March 6, 2000 in Bay Village. Uh, in some place that Kenny can only say. Ohio. <laughs> All <you>. right. <laughs> <laughs> then we have John St. Elwood, who played Private Roos. John was born October 24th, 1952 in Los Angeles, California. He is an actor known for Repo Man, 48 Hours and Against All Odds. And Johnny Hamer returns as Sergeant Zalmozale. And, of course, we have Kelly Nakahara returning as Kelly Yamato. Hello. Uh, I wasn't staring at you, honest. I was just I was looking at the garbage can. That's a good one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Where are you headed? Me? Korea. The war. I'm company clerk at the 4077th MASH. I run things. You work at a MASH? Mm-hmm. I volunteered for a MASH, but it never came through. I spent my whole tour at Tokyo General. I'm Patty Haven. Oh, you are? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm Walter O'Radar. No, I mean, I'm Walter O'Reilly. But you can call me Radar or Corporal. So you're a nurse? Yeah, right. I love nurses. Respect-wise, I mean, the nurses back at the 4077th are really tops. I mean, they put in more hours than the doctors. They never complain or nothing, although Major Houlihan would kill them if they did. <laughs> I bought a perfume. Oh. Yeah. It's French. It's made by a little Japanese guy on the Ginza. <laughs> It's good stuff. Smells good. That's very thoughtful of you. So, uh, which where are you headed to? Home. Oh. Lancaster, Missouri. Lancaster? Wow, th that's only about 100 miles from where I'm from, Ottumwa, Iowa. You're from Ottumwa? Yeah. Gee, isn't that amazing? <laughs> Boy, I sure am glad that general screwed me over. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I think I will start us off. I gave this episode an 8 out of 10. And mm -hmm. uh, I really enjoyed Patty. I thought she was a good fit for Radar. And I wish they would have... <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a nice terminology. <laughs> what? It was a good fit? Yeah, yeah, well, they're both quite small. They quite well. <laughs> I just meant character-wise and, and oh, I see. personality and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I knew this was coming because I know Radar leaves the show. So, you know, mm. it's not... It's, it's a good episode... You know, it's fun seeing Klinger, uh, you know, starting. He didn't start because he's always he's always covered for uh, for Radar when he went on leave. So mm. I don't know why Klinger is having such a hard time being a clerk. He's done it before. Oh, yeah, I know. So it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Uh, I feel bad for Radar when he gets kicked out of the Jeep. Sarge, this is your big chance to save Uncle Sam three pairs of boots. <laughs> How lucky can I get? Okay, you clowns. Come on. Fellas, you know what? I, I don't think there's enough room for all of us in here. Hey, who's this? A guy from a mansion giving a lift. Come on. Uh, look, uh, one guy could just wait for a jeep. You know, there'll, there'll be one passing by pretty soon, I'm sure. You know, like one guy could wait right there. What the heck? I was the first one on. Figures I ought to be the first one off. All those, those <laughs> men, he's like, no, there's no space. And they just keep put, jumping in there on him. And next thing you know, he's out. Uh, but I did like that it was Mr. Smile who brings him into the camp. Yeah, Mr. Teeth. Oh, Mr. Teeth, yes. Uh, Mr. Teeth, yes. That that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I just, I liked, I liked, you know, it was, it's good to see a Radar episode. You know, because he wasn't supposed to be in this season, and they brought him back no. just for these few few episodes. That's why he's missing in most of them. But um, it was just an overall good episode. It wasn't, 
Yeah, I don't have any notes about Hawkeye or or uh, BJ storyline. It's all about radar in this episode for me. Mm. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I gave it a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, because the fact that I, 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 I've got a little bit bored of the Klinger Zayol arguing routine, mm-hmm. uh, and also I've got bored of the Klinger being inept at his job when actually he's not. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but again, like you, I, I, I love the bit where we've laid our tongue to Nurse Patty, and it's the fact that. He's just being himself, like as at other times when you've seen him trying to talk to nurses, he's been listening to what other people say and how he should act and all that. Mm-hmm. And he's not. He's just talking about his farm and he's talking about what he does there. He's not making any kind of bullshit up and she's liking him for who he is. And you kind of hope that um, they do get together. Um, Historically-wise, according to the Aftermath TV series, uh, they do, but he's divorced by the time he does the water pilot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um <laughs> Uh, I do like the fact of Charles putting the food back during the service when they're, they're loading it all up on his plate and he's doing the opposite, he's putting it back in. <laughs> and I, I wonder if um, Jeff Maxwell, who, who was, who's uncrediting this as, as, the, uh, as the cook, yeah. and having, a, having fun doing it. Again, Mr. Teeth, always nice nice to see. Again, I, I, the trouble is, I think, and I know they did it, this is two episodes, and obviously we're going to be talking about the second episode in the next, the next podcast. Yeah. But I don't think it deserves two episodes. As much as, as, as Gary Berghoff and Radar are incredibly important to MASH, I just don't think it's I just don't think it, there's enough in it to mm. justify two episodes. And I think that's a shame because he, he you know, he does deserve it. Yeah. And I think Berghoff at this point was uh, was burnt out in playing the role. And fair play to him, because he'd done the film and it it you know, he'd done virtually all the episodes in it until this you know, as you said that it wasn't meant to be in this series, he just yeah. filmed these two and, and the inserts you get during it. Um and he does look tired actually, it does look like he could do with a good lie down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so I think I I think it just should have been one really good even maybe a longer episode, you know, maybe an extended edition you know, to say goodbye to a really important character. Um, but I think there's a bit more in the second episode, which which makes up for it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what I miss the most? Uh-uh. Curling up in front of a fireplace during a rainstorm. Oh, yeah. And after it's over, the hay smells so sweet. You want to fight the animals for a taste of it. I like the rain, too. Except I'm usually sweeping mud off the porch for days. <laughs> you like grape knee-high? I adore grape knee-high. No kidding? Yeah. Wow. Hey, maybe when the snack bar opens, uh, we could split one, huh? I'd love it. So, what are you going to do when you get out of the service, Radar? Well, I don't really know for sure yet. I do know I want to stay around Ottumwa. That's where all my family is, my mom and my Uncle Ed. It's been sort of real rough on them trying to run the farm alone. I mean, my mom's health is only fair, and Uncle Ed isn't as young as me anymore. Uh, You'd like my Uncle Ed, though. He knows every joke that's ever been told. A couple of them are even funny. (laughs) Maybe someday I'll meet him and your mom. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, the IMDb rating for this episode was 8.2. So I think they agree with me more than they agree with you. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying. I'm saying. (laughs) Hey, buddy. You, lover boy. I got you on a cargo flight to Kimpo. Uh, no thanks, I'll wait. It's warming up right now. Hangar number four. Uh, 
Look, I appreciate it, but no thanks anyhow. I'll just wait for my regular flight. Listen, bub, I held up a footlocker to make room for you. Get out there. I'll give you four bucks to forget the whole thing. Get out there. Damn. I mean, shoot. I was even going to buy you breakfast and everything. I'm glad I met you, Radar. Yeah, but it was only for less than an hour. Lancaster's only a hundred miles from Matuma. Hey, yeah. And I could drive my Uncle Ed Studebaker there, as long as I stopped for water every ten minutes. Yeah. Romeo, time to hit the wild blue yonder. L listen, let's look for each other back home, okay? Promise. All right, let's move on to some behind-the-scenes. I have the first one here. Uh, these episodes were originally intended to be aired as season seven's finale, but CBS and the producers convinced Burkhoff to return for the beginning of season eight. In addition to Burkhoff's departure, these episodes marked the final appearance of Johnny Hamer in the role as Staff Sergeant Zalmo Zale, and I'm quite glad. <laughs> <laughs> when Gary Burkhoff decided to leave the series, Mike Farrell tried unsuccessfully to talk him out of it. Specifically, Farrell cited the lackluster, relatively unsuccessful TV careers of both McClell Stevens and Larry Linville had once they earlier left the show, and ultimately he was right. Burkhoff's subsequent television career never took off. Um, and there are characters named Legros, Huff, Forster, and Verse at the time. Now, Levin Legros, Charlie Huff, Terry Forster, and Jerry Verse were all pitchers for the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's cool. Ah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, in the mess tent scene, we can clearly see BJ wearing Converse sneakers. Yeah, so this was the first time that he wears them, because Mike Farrell then wears Converse throughout the rest of MASH. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. So. And they were really, they were really big uh, trainers. Well, we call them trainers over here. Yeah. But, uh, big things in the 90s. Is this where Converse really started coming out in the 1950s? I don't remember them being out in the 50s, but... Well, you weren't born in the 50s. No, but I mean, but Converse, <laughs> to me, they've always been like the 80s. I don't remember oh, them really? coming I out thought, that early. I thought they were... Oh, maybe... Oh, okay. I, for some reason, I thought they were what uh, American baseball people wore. Com I don't know. No, I don't think so. Not Converse. No? Converse are like skate shoes. Ah, oh, we have fans. Yeah, well, we have fans anyway, too. This is, yeah. this is a pointless conversation. <laughs> any, any listeners know anything about Converse? Uh, please get in touch. And, uh, if Converse are listening, we'll have some pairs. <laughs> That's right, please, yes. <laughs> okay, well, look, I've got the fun fact here now. Uh, with the departure of Radar, Hawkeye Pierce, Margaret Houlihan, and Father Mulcahy were the only three characters left on the series who had any connection to the novel and the film from which MASH was derived. Get it before it rots, people. This is the last fresh food you'll have till we find a new generator. He wants some more meatloaf. She'll have another slab of liver. A good breakfast will stick to your ribs. I think I can live with no electricity, and even with boiling my instruments, but I draw the line at liver hanging from my ribs. How can you expect me to eat all this? I can't even lift it. Come on, Margaret. I can always count on you to pack it away. What? Yet somehow you still manage to keep that girlish figure. That's better. <laughs> Just a roll and two pats of that large passing office butter, if you will. And a side of everything else, lean heavy on the halibut patties. No, Colonel, no. I, I despise halibut patties. You love these, and that's an order. I will never forget you for this. And it's trivia time. Last episode's question was, what was the anesthesiologist's name who appeared in the first ten episodes of season one of MASH? Do you know the answer? Yeah, I do, because I got the script. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did, yeah, I did, I did know who he was. You knew it before, yeah. It was obviously, yeah. the answer is Captain John Black, or a.k.a. Ugly John. Which I don't know why they took him out of the series. I guess they just 
they needed to weed out some of the characters because it got rid of Spirit Checker Jones and uh, Ugly John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were only in the first like first half of the season one. I think yeah, because it was otherwise it was too, too many characters to try and fill up. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, this episode's question: There are four Christmas-themed episodes. Can you name one of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully our listeners can. Hey, look! It's Radar! Radar's back! Radar! Welcome back, son! I think I missed you even more than I miss Mildred. Get a whiff of him. We're standing around in a coal mine, and he's been wrestling with every woman in Tokyo. It was four guys that got me to smell like this. Uh-huh. As long as you had a good time. What happened to you? Huh? Oh, that's just a reminder that my finger is sprained. You got back in the nick of time. While you were away, both our generators went AWOL. Absent without electricity. Oh, geez, I should have stayed at the airport. carry you to your office. The phone awaits. You even smell wonderful. Oh, now wait just a doggone minute. I just got back for crime any sakes. I'm going to get something to eat and take a shower. Uh, no time for the shower, son. And the only grub we got is sea rations. We'll deliver them to you. Colonel, I'm tired and I'm hungry and I smell like my cow Betsy before a show. Wow, if he wants to take a shower, it must be an emergency. Hold it, hold it, Jeez, I don't know what the big deal is anyway. A generator is only a three-call finagle. I mean, a couple of boxes of toilet paper here, a can ham there. There'll be all kinds of trucks rolling in with all kinds of generators. Well, if it's that easy, no sense putting it off. Uh, <laughs> oh, Come on. Match 4077 Podcast is all over social media. If you'd like to email us, you can do so by sending your emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH4077Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. And you can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook group. You can search MASH4077Podcast. And if you want to read our show notes or get more information about the podcast, you can do so on our main website, which is at MASH4077Podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geeky fanboy alright so that's going to do it for this episode I think I like this just slightly better than uh, meds but also he's right that part 2 is definitely better than this part so um, we'll be talking about that in the next episode so join us again for uh, the following episode and until then I am Kenny I'm Simon and we'll be seeing ya what'd your mom say Raider mostly that she's okay Uncle Ed's funeral is tomorrow. Everybody in the town is going to be there. Except me. Our neighbor, Mr. Whitsett, said that he would look after the farm till everything's settled, and then Mom can take over for herself. She says it's about time she gets off her fat, you know what, anyway. It's not going to be easy for her, though, is it? As I remember, the lady has some high blood pressure. Yeah, a little arthritis when it rains, too. But she says she's fine. Quite a woman, your mother. Yeah, I know. Takes after her son. How about you, Radar? Are you all right? Huh? Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I don't want to be, but I guess I have to be. I'm the man of the family now. That's right, son. And you're going home. 
Go get yourself a DA-7 hardship discharge and type your name on it. I'm going home, sir? Radar, Lord knows your mother is a strong woman, but she won't make it alone. You ought to be there with her. You heard him right, Radar. Your time has come. I'll notify the Red Cross, and they'll have I-Corps process you too sweet. You should be home in time for Sunday night supper. Save some leftovers for us. Home? I'm going home? Where you belong. Just like that. Yep, just like that. Radar, I'm very happy for you. Yeah. I'm happy for me, too. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved. And then we have Michael O'Dyer. Oh, is it Day O'Dyer? O'Dyer. Okay, sure. And then we have what's that? Errol? 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 Private Ho? Oh, oh my gosh! Is it Ho? Hugh? Hag? How? How? Over the night from 1934 in Rocky River in Ohio. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Ohio. 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 Ohio, right, okay. Yeah. I've got a stutter now, unfortunately, <laughs> due to that head injury, so it's a bit hard. <laughs> okay. Here, uh, 